Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley. Are you okay, buddy? I am fine now. Fine what now. happened? Uh, a little loudness in the, uh, <laughs> the headset. Yeah, Joe does not wear hearing aids. He turns up all the volumes around here to ridiculous oh, levels. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Good week? Uh, yeah, we've had an okay week. We had a couple of busy days on the talk show here. We've talked about Build Back Better, and everybody's Ooh. hoping that we're able to get this legislation passed so America can be a better place to <laughs> live, work, and raise a family. Oh, Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? They changed the name to the social spending spree well, or I something? I thought it was the social safety net, but basically it's tax and spend. Tax and spend. Yeah, it's funny that uh, the... Um, uh, America's First News, our morning show from 5 to 7 a.m. today is... Well, with Gordon and the crew. Yep, Gordon Dio and uh, yeah, Jessica Kaczynski mm-hmm. uh, referred, to, referred to it as the tax and spend bill. So apparently that's universally accepted. No, it's... Uh, I don't think... Uh, well, Democrats probably won't deny it, but they'll say it's taxing the right people and spending it in the right areas, which... Yeah, show me, please. Please, I'm from, Mizo- I'm from Missouri. Show me. Condes- Congressional Budget Office says it might not have any uh, immediate impact on taxes for working class dogs like you and I, but eventually well, we're going to start. The CBO paying. is the ultimate ping pong ball in Washington because it gets hit back from the Republicans, back to the Democrats, back to. Remember, anytime the CBO comes out, you have to sort of look inside. I believe there's better barometers to look at and benchmarks to use and one is the Penn Wharton analysis and the Penn Wharton analysis is, sh- is showing well it's already out on parts of this is showing that this is uh, four to six trillion dollars this this will spend at a rate that we don't need and uh, New York we'll get into it through the show and the callers will of course direct the show but one of the things out there people are talking about this uh, um, thing called inflation mm-hmm. you know I think it's sort of like the Queen song a, little, a crazy little thing called love well a crazy little thing called inflation well we talked about this earlier this week and uh, Joe and I kind of thought that maybe if we could get some bipartisan cooperation in Washington we could impact inflation would you agree let's suppose everybody set their partisan bickering aside can Washington in if there were consensus uh, impact inflation Uh, To a degree, they can, but part of it is in the White House, and part of it is the mentality of the White House. There is no mandate here by the Democrats. Joe Biden's win wasn't a mandate. Matter of fact, I'm not sure Joe Biden won as much as people voted Donald Trump out. 
right. If these numbers are all correct, the right, it was like Governor Wolf's win. Well, <laughs> the so, goal so, was to get so, Corbett and then out. You got fifty-fifty in the uh, Senate, and and uh, Donald Trump just massively swung and missed at the opportunity to go and secure Georgia. So we're not in this situation. Now that's his own personal scenario that he wanted to do, but but th- this is not a mandate. So the Democrats feel they have a mandate. No, no, the Democrats are in the Hail Mary legislation playbook. <laughs> they are throwing everything right, We have up no there. mandate. We're going to be out in two years. Well, it's be less than a year now. And so we better get anything done that we want done, done now. Well, and they're going to have a to. massive rollout of PR and outreach associated with the infrastructure bill, too. So you're going to see more uh, of that. Which is failing badly. I, I was oh, in Washington it? two weeks ago and spent three days up on the Hill. Uh, just ridiculous what they make you go through to get in and, and yeah, you see, said and see security the security was tight, yeah, it's, especially it's for you. Not tight. Ridiculous. I mean, it, you know. Shoes off. Well, you know, briefcase. you know, you're, you're walking there in your socks and your boxers. At some point, they have to realize this is not a good picture for America. <laughs> when you have all these lobbyists running around, uh, uh, no. It, it, Fully it, clothed, it, but people it, like it, yeah. you are in their boxers. No, it's, it's just ridiculous that uh, what they're doing in Washington uh, from a standpoint of the security. I understand you want to be secure, but if you were down there, you'd see what happened. But going back to what you're saying, inflation, Mark, right now, there's, they, they talk about uh, monetary policy, and, and you can break it down into the micros. And I know we have a gentleman who calls in from uh, uh, Lewisburg, who's a Bucknell grad, who seems to be uh, an economic uh, sort of... Um, uh, well, he's knowledgeable. Yeah, knowledgeable guy. But, it, but here's my, our money supply right now. At one point last year, it was $15 trillion. That's $15 trillion out there. Now it's up to $18 trillion. So now what you have is you have $18 trillion chasing X amount of goods. So you get into supply and demand. So if you are good. So, Mark, you, you become an artist over the weekend, and you do a couple pictures. <laughs> so now you put that... A hunter reference? Yes, you put this out to bid. So do you want your mother and father to only bid on that? No, you want your colleagues to bid on that, too. The more bidders, the higher the price. So we have too much money out there chasing too few goods. And that number at one time was $15 trillion. It's up to 18. Well, the goods did not move proportionally And Washington up. can impact that, Washington correct? can impact it. But okay. also, too, look at I caught the show. I was traveling to Harrisburg. I caught the show a little bit, and you guys were talking about the ports in L.A. You know, there was not a port problem until this year. Until there was too much money chasing well, too few Well, goods. there wasn't a port problem, but look at the regulations that hold the ports back. Look at anything as small as how many carriers can you stack? How many of those containers can you stack? And in, so, in the ports in Long Beach, it's too high instead of four high. So there's a lot that goes into the formula. However, let's not overcomplicate this. When you got too much money chasing too few goods, you have something called You're inflation. In trouble. All right, we happen to have Bob Garrett on the line, head of the Chamber of Commerce, maybe just as a private citizen. I have no idea what his personal party politics are. Bob, good morning. You're on the mark. Yeah, hey, uh, thanks. Uh, thanks, Mark, and good morning, Ben. Welcome back. I know you've been at a big conference, and uh, I want to ask you about that. But before we get into that, um, on this inflation thing, 
um, and I'm glad I'm glad you got right into it. I was I was a little worried when I heard uh, uh, Ben say something about we're not even sure if Donald Trump really did lose or something. I, oh no, not that debate. But uh, but I want to talk a little bit about inflation and a little bit about uh, one of the chamber's urgencies we call them, uh, and that is that the concern I would have here we are a week out. Black Friday is literally uh, a week from today. Um, and one of the what we hear from our members, you know, the, which you know, make 700 members, making up 53,000 employees in the Greater Susquehanna Valley, is there's a lot of local economic uncertainty, and I think it's very, very important for people to really take a look at what the heck is going on with this inflation. Um, you know, when we were on two weeks ago, I was on with Art Thomas, and, and we talked. Uh, we talked about this is a transitory situation that we're in. I think what's what's causing us all so much heartburn. And Ben, I know you're you know you're uh, bringing up the Penn Wharton and uh, some of the uh, some of the other indexes. But I think what's so uh, uh, so so much of a problem for us is we're being told this is a supply chain issue. And the problem is is I'm buying gas. Where the hell is the supply chain issue in gasoline? Okay, are you telling me that those tankers that uh, we keep seeing the pictures of uh, off of the you know the left coast of the United States are all full of oil from somewhere else? Uh, have we given up on on our uh, domestic energy production? Uh, what are you really telling me? And I, I think that's what we have to really drill in on is to find out what the hell are you talking about when you talk about supply chain issues. So. I just wanted to set that up because, um, you know, I, of course, at the chamber, we think the anecdote to everything is buy local. <laughs> Shop small, buy local. There's no supply chain problem there. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe this isn't the the, uh, the holiday season. You buy the, the hottest thing off of Amazon because it won't be delivered until uh, uh, Easter or Ramadan or whatever your holiday is. Um, uh, this might be the year you shop local, buy small. Uh, but... Anyhow, getting back to that, uh, the, the key thing is uh, what we know, we know. <laughs> it's Friday. It was a big uh, week of economic uh, uh, releases, uh, data, et cetera. What we know, we know, is that the inflation rate uh, right now uh, for this year is 6.9%. That's a 31-year high. We know that. We know that wages are up about the same pace, not quite uh, as fast. And uh, we also know... Uh, that all other indicators right now seem to indicate that we could be getting into a rocky economic time. And right now, I just think it's really, really important uh, for people to just take a big breath um, and uh, and reconsider, uh, you know, going down the main street, shopping local, and uh, and you know, let's hope uh, we can figure this darn thing out with gasoline because i think that's where we all <laughs> where it hits us for the most in the wallet so anyhow i just wanted to bring that up uh, so yeah i was calling as chamber of commerce president uh mark and thanks for putting me on early um but also uh i, I want people to know that um, that there is there is a, uh, a clearly a lot of concern uh that there is some local economic issues brewing and uh, that your chamber and leaders, uh, Ben, Mark, uh, Joe, everybody who's been mentioned so far, your elected leaders as well as your business leaders are are doing what we can 
uh, to bring some sensibility to a crazy world. Well, Bob, first, uh, the comment I was making was it wasn't so much Joe Biden won, it's more that Donald Trump lost. And going to that, meaning that, you know, we see where the Biden administration is (laughs) not in terms of counting votes, but in terms of what the public wants. The public, yeah, the public's opinion. But now we see what we got. I mean, you got a a pig in a poke. Uh, You got an administration Mm -hmm. that uh, can't shoot straight. Uh, You know, they have narratives that they have to change their narratives. So when you talk about the confidence of the American people, it's not there in this administration. And Mm -hmm. we got Pelosi trying to roll out bills that make no sense at all because it's their last gas. But as far as when you're talking about gas, you're exactly right. So now, when do businesses take advantage of the situation? Because, you know, one of the sad things is you got you got the, the Biden administration, particularly the president himself, shutting down or trying to shut down the energy uh, sector of uh, the economy in America. Now you see that sector even moving forward with it hamstrung. I mean, with one arm tied behind its back, the energy sector is moving forward because the demand's out there. So it's looking to try to meet demand. But what you have is you have the Biden administration talking to the DOJ about looking at uh, what are these, uh, you know, the SEC is supposed to investigate what the oil and gas industries are doing. So, you know, you got the FTC, Biden administration calling them to investigate to see if they're illegally raising prices. But you're asking OPEC to pump more oil. So now we're going hand in hat to foreign countries, Russia, OPEC, asking them to help us on our energy problem when it was solved before. How much confidence yep. do you want to have in the administration? I don't care what's the name of the administration. This is not well. Yeah. Well, it's uh, and and uh, Ben, uh, you you said the names of the countries. Uh, if that made anyone feel warm and fuzzy, uh, you're not paying attention. <laughs> you know, we're we're back uh, we're back hat in hand with our the people who do not have our best interests. Uh, in mind, so hey, uh, uh, Mark. If it's uh, if if you're okay, I'd, I'd like to uh, get sort of a, a man on the street uh, review from uh, from Ben. Uh, you know, Ben was uh, down at the largest conference of of Pennsylvania transportation officials and advocates this week. Uh, the Associated Pennsylvania Constructors, uh, uh, right there. While he, I, I, maybe he was in Washington too, uh, but the uh, right where the president was signing the Infrastructure Investment Act, Jobs Act of uh, 2021. You know the federal, the new federal transportation legislation. What did you hear, Ben? Are well, people upbeat? No, people are upbeat. It was a, a good conference. About 1,400 plus people from the uh, highway industry, uh, vendors included. Uh, uh, it was uh, pretty. Bob Latham is the executive director of the APC, the Pennsylvania folks, and these are the people who build the highways and bridges and maintain them, the engineers who engineer them. Uh, PennDOT people were there. Uh, the Turnpike people, I, boy, uh, <laughs> I don't know what to do with our Turnpike. We just need to keep it up and keep it running and maybe keep it priced reasonably. But uh, no, it was very positive, uh, especially after the, the bill has passed. Uh, I was down in Washington uh, the week before and doing work, uh, or two weeks before doing work, uh, we were up on the Hill lobbying, and that was when the uh, Virginia 
elections were going on when we saw the legislation you know being pushed on the infrastructure bill and that was with the nuca group which is a national utility contractors and uh, you know talking about that P- people are positive about infrastructure spending they're a little concerned on how it's going to be spent. And one thing in Pennsylvania, and you local municipalities, and, and some people look at this that are serving on, on these boards, look at prevailing wage and how, I believe, out of balance, prevailing wage is to the monies you have to spend because I believe you could get two more miles of road two more miles of sewer, two more miles of water. You could get things done if we could bring prevailing wage into the uh, 21st century uh, formula. Okay, and Ben, just take a minute so the listeners, prevailing wage is a state law that basically says that if you take this amount of public funding, you must pay salaries in the greater Susquehanna Valley that are comparable to the salaries of Philadelphia because we only have one prevailing wage yep. uh, in Pennsylvania when it comes to construction. So, yeah, I, I think you're I think uh, probably 12% or so it adds. Um, mm-hmm. There's a different federal law uh, that affects uh, those projects, but this is the, the, the local law, and you look at it and say, why is it so expensive to build a school? Why is it so expensive to build a sewer plant? Well, it's because... Uh, those are salaries they're paying people that don't live here. Yeah, you got uh, Davis and, Bacon, and, and many times, and many times, Ben, they don't live here. No, you know, they, uh, because of that, they uh, it really, it really uh, hampers our local contractors. Hey, um, just one last uh, one, one last thing. So it sounds like you were uh, uh, everybody was upbeat on the Infrastructure and Investment Jobs Act. I just want to say one thing. Um, you know, uh, Congressman Dan Muser and Congressman Fred Keller don't need me. Uh, to take their back. They're doing a fine job. But I just want the listeners to understand that the central Susquehanna Valley Thruway is paid for. There is <laughs> nothing that Dan or Fred voted on that will pay for the thruway. That thruway was paid for the day the bids were released. It was paid for. Who implied um, otherwise? This, what, we, we haven't heard the, that. We knew it was always paid for. Joe's talked about that. Is right. someone saying that it right. wasn't paid for? It needed the infrastructure yeah, bill? There's, there's, I, I've heard some criticism, Mark, that, uh, hey, Fred, where were you when we needed you? Well, when we needed Fred Keller, he was in the State House, not the Congress. Uh, and he, he made what would be a difficult vote for Fred and voted for the um, Decade of Investment Act. Our throughway is paid for. Now, if they find a way to do some, uh, you know, in the chess match, find a way to get some of this money out of this credit card they just passed, um, uh, so uh, pay for the throughway, we'll right. be listening. Uh, but it's paid for, folks. So don't don't anyone worry that the throughway is not going to happen. All right. We got your back on that one. Yeah. All right, we got yep. you. Thank you so much, Bob, for okay. all the observations. Always a pleasure. Very yep. much appreciate. All right, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thanks, Bob. Yeah, anybody who says it's not paid for is, is just simply making it up. Uh, as, as Joe reiterated this week, all of the funding's already mm. allocated. The new infrastructure bill has nothing to do with the CSV. You shake your head and you know, you Joe's wrong. No, no, I'm not saying it's wrong. I just want to see it built and the ribbons cut and uh, the uh, throughway from just north of Sealands Grove to over to Northumberland County. Once you can drive the whole thing, then it's done. All right, stand, stand by. What's another three minutes? We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys 
force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subray Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right. Thank Bob Garrett for calling in. Really encouraging folks to buy local. There's no supply yeah, shortage way. of things around here. It doesn't matter what you need. Question when you uh, made your way up here to the uh, your office at 5 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Lunar eclipse. Oh, yeah, it was great. You could see the last sliver of it. Uh, The skies opened up and, or I mean, opened up, cleared skies. Clouds Mm. moved and we could see that. All right, Stan, let's just concede. I'm in the doghouse. I'm a terrible button pusher. I pushed Bob ahead of you inadvertently and left him go. (laughs) That only cost you about 15 minutes. So I'm sorry. Punish me as needed. (laughs) Gotta do what you gotta do, right? Yeah. You're the boss, right? (laughs) Well, that was an accident, but then I couldn't couldn't reverse it. Yeah, no problem. Uh, Comptroller of Currency nominee in Senate right now looks like a communist retread. And uh, that's he doctor was nominated by our fine president. Yeah, what Stan, are we going to do? Stan, that's doc- is it Dr. O- is it Omora? That sounds about right. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Amaro or something like okay. that's his name. Okay, yes, and she studied in uh, Moscow and... Uh, Graduated Moscow State University in 89 or something mm-hmm. like that. And has a liking for vodka, I understand. Well, <laughs> don't all Russians? No, nah, that's a stereotype, but I shouldn't say something like that. That's wrong. Uh, but, you know, she's as recent, uh, you know, probably bringing Toomey on, if you could get a hold of him to explain some of this would be a much better thing, but he asked, he's asked her for some... Uh, of her writings and her stuff, you know, the papers that she's written in the past couple of years, and she he has yet to receive them. But this year or last year, she's made statements of how she would be okay with uh, small gas, oil, and coal companies going bankrupt because, you know, the banking system with the, and, and the comptroller controls and regulates banks, from what I understand. They supervise banks on the federal level, from the federal level. Yeah. And she's okay, from what I understand her saying, is that she'd be okay if private banks went out of business or, you know, and everybody had to have an account through the Fed. Well, yeah, she talked about the uh, the federal government being basically your local bank. They'd have your savings. And, that, and then at that point, the IRS can monitor everything we do. So, uh, no, very, very uh, inept. This goes with the whole Biden administration. Look at their appointees. The Secretary of State, he is, uh, I'm flat out, he's a wimp. I mean, Blinken is a <laughs> wimp. Uh, you got Jack Sol- or Jake Sullivan, who was involved in this Russian dossier, which we now find out is a hoax among hoax. The Washington Post yeah. has come out. Maybe some of the callers who lived on this uh, for uh, the years uh, can call us and tell us what exactly happened there. Uh, but no, the Biden administration is weak. 
they have not uh, stepped up to the plate. We're seeing they want to deal with Iran and what do a half deal something. You see Russia and you see so Stan when when I, when you ask about the economy when people ask about the economy look what's going on. Now look what's going on with China and look what's going on in Russia. China is thinking of taking hey we're going to take this little country called Taiwan back. <laughs> Russia is thinking... It's actually already ours. We're just yeah, going to go Ru- Russia is thinking, well, why don't we take Ukraine? I mean, and yep. you know what? These might happen. And everybody wants the to get time. the North Pole and the South Pole. Yeah, so, no, the Biden administration has fallen all over themselves, and we have a ultimate, ultimate disaster at the border that they try to deflect and is costing us tens of millions of dollars a day on what we have to go through down there and it's putting Texas, Arizona even New Mexico, California through ridiculous hoops to jump through to try to to try to um, do it themselves the federal government has uh, is uh, MIA well uh, my understanding Biden administration is violating federal laws that were passed by Congress and signed by signed by past presidents as far as immigration goes. Now, yes, back to this comptroller of, of currency. My understanding is basically a flat-out communist. And, we, you know, <laughs> what, what do we put in communists? Didn't we vanquish them, or, well, we tried to vanquish them back in the 80s when Reagan was in? You know, put the Soviet Union out of business, pretty much, and here we are. So, you know, it, it's, it's, it's history repeating itself, and things need to be. So President Stop. Biden's yeah. having a worse time than ever. Very tough time, unfortunately. <laughs> and, you, and you know what? Yeah, that's I, a shame, you wish, you wish your president and the administrations were doing positive things for the United States. Uh, th- this this group here is having uh, having a very tough time. Well, and I think people probably thought, well, you know, President Biden will be sort of a normal Democrat. He'll be maybe a little like Clinton or Obama or you know some other president. I don't think people thought that it would be a disaster. They just thought, well, it'll be better than Trump. I mean, I, I certainly appreciate that you know, reason to vote not for policy him. Wise. But then now look what's <laughs> happened. <Not laughs> it didn't work. It didn't work out. No, not it at didn't all. work out. All right. Maybe Mark. Maybe Mark, if he hadn't had the but you know when it was obviously a dimension before he got elected that there is a problem but as we say let's go Brandon have a great day well it hasn't stopped him from taking action that's that's the dilemma you know I mean President Reagan slowed down later in his career but uh, then the number of policies and the things that he tried to accomplish uh, began to slow down President Biden's you know obviously incapable of envisioning all these things and implementing them so Everybody else people. is doing it for him. All right. Thank you so much, Stan. Thank you, you so much for calling it. You wish it was better, though. Any president, Democrat, yeah, you, wonder, you wish it was better and you wish they could do things, but this group is not showing any intensity. What's the real cost of having had President Trump? Well, here it is. You get a president who's not competent just to get him out. This this is News Radio 1070 WK. Okay, Sunbury will take your response during the 9 a.m. hour. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley. 
Greetings. Mm-hmm. Welcome on board. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Ben Reichley is here. Fine local businessman, Republican committee person, ultra-conservative <laughs> uh, young man. and uh, he's far, far more moderate than you might think. Really? Yes. In what uh, way? I have a 19-year-old daughter. That... Oh, she's to, mitigated uh, some of your no, viewpoints. No, you don't learn anything from her? Uh, you know what? You try to learn something from everybody, and you take that and move on in life. But right. uh, everybody can contribute. You just hope in more positive ways. All right. We would invite everybody to participate in the last hour of the show and contribute a little bit. That will help Ben and I mm-hmm. learn on the mark. It's brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. Ben and I haven't driven in any Sunbury Motor vehicles uh, for almost an hour or so, but we would like you to join us as people who are among the millions of happy customers who've gone first to sunburymotors.com, then to the lot, talk to folks like Jeff and Ernie and Austin and uh, Alphonse and Jason and the other folks down there who will make you one of the many happy customers and make sure that you are super served at the Sunbury Motor Company. And you could do as we have done. Go to the quick lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury. I've been pumped up with nitrogen on many occasions. Helps your tires run cooler. They last longer, and there's less tire pressure change from winter to summer. You can have a vehicle towed. Suppose you didn't buy your vehicle at the Sunbury Motor Company and it won't start. Well, guess what? They don't use tow trucks anymore. Well, unless the big rigs. I guess that's a towing situation. But they use these flatbeds and uh, rollbacks. That's the word. Draw. Mm. <laughs> on a blank on the Jerdan rollbacks that they yes. have. Is there anybody else that makes those? It's just Jerdan. <laughs> I think it's just them. They, maybe they have a patent and maybe they do it best. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, with that little pulley up at the top that doesn't damage the vehicle. Well, decades of damage-free experience at the Sunbury Motor Company. And this, we go all the way back around to the very bottom line, and that's brand new Fords, brand new Hyundais, brand new Kias. They got vehicles on the lots, mm-hmm. folks. New ones, now, too. Yeah. Now, there's, no Hon- <laughs> there's no Kia Telluride there down for me. I picked out one that uh, has the moonroof that goes from front to back and the all-wheel drive and that uh, deep red ruby, dark red color and with the white leather seats. That'll be in in the weeks ahead. But you are welcome to drive a Ford, Hyundai, or Kia new from the lot and drive away a happy customer as many people have who've gone to sunburymotors.com. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, toll-free line now open. Call us now, 1-800-795-9565. We talked about the gang that couldn't shoot straight being the Biden administration. What's your view on that? Maybe you think uh, they are doing something right. Answer this question. It riddled me this. One thing I will say about the Biden administration is at least dot, dot, dot. One thing I will say in favor of the Biden administration I'm is waiting. at waiting. least dot, dot. Well, at least it's not President Trump. That's always my fallback. What does that mean? Well, President Trump, I thought, was a terrible president. But as now he's gone. See, what? now you got to lead. you got to step up and you got to be, you can't just I, be uh, hold it. a Biden. you so, got to do something. So President Trump addressed immigration, addressed trade, addressed uh, social the social justice, the criminal justice system. Right, he was who he was, though. That's the problem. Brought 17, 18 hostages, American hostages from overseas. He was who he was. And looked at the economy. Look where the economy was before the uh, Chinese virus. And and then look at the steps that were taken. And now we're finding things going backwards. America thought we would just be Biden our time. And it turns out that (laughs) we're Biden our time in Biden's basement. And we're we're at Rehoboth. We're getting Biden in the backside. (laughs) Oh, I like that. It leaves a mark, folks. So you don't let this is not good. I want to see if Ben can drink his coffee after (laughs) my humor. Our toll-free line open. Call us. What's your view on this topic? One thing I will say about President Biden that's favorable is 
dot, dot, dot. You complete that sentence. He likes ice cream. Well, he likes Rehoboth Beach. Uh, he rides yeah, on the same Rehoboth bike trail Beach. I do, which is really kind of funny. Uh, our toll-free line now open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. That's 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. You can text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. One of his listeners tells us, one thing I will say about President Biden in favor of him is at least he's meeting with the Canadian Prime Minister and the President of Mexico. Okay. I well, yeah, but they're not talking about trade that's no. off the table. And I think, or uh, I mean, uh, immigration. Yeah, I think uh, President Trump did that and then got the NAFTA trade agreement adjusted, so it was beneficial. But the problem with with that is the benefit it benefited Mexico, Canada, and the U.S. And they, I forget, they called it USMCA, whatever the the official name was. The other part was immigration. They had to stay in Mexican ruling, which helped on the border, and they just. Yeah, embarrassing. embarrassing. Well, that'll be back in the months ahead. I mean, President Biden can't stay out of compliance with that forever. I mean, I think you can drag your feet, which well, we, you can certainly stipulate that that's happening. But, Mark, uh, t- if people could call in and, and please tell me, tell me, tell the audience, what is positive about the legal immigration crisis going on down there? What is positive about us spending money with NGOs, non-government organizations, to to bring illegal immigrants into parts of the country? Well, if it's so good, then open it up and tell us what what's going on, why we need to bring 3,000 people to Omaha, or why we need to bring Nebraska, why we need to bring uh, X amount of people to Jacksonville, why we need to do it at 2, 3 in the mornings. One thing I will say about the Biden administration in favor of the administration is dot, dot, dot. Answer that question. <laughs> 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com and text us at 70 Two three six. Uh, very brief news headlines here. The former Treverton man, Jared Burgess, who was on trial in Northumberland County, now convicted in the death of three-year-old Arabella Parker. There is an increase in local hospitalizations from COVID-19. You probably know someone who's in the hospital because of COVID-19. 16 new patients at Geisinger bring to 83 the number of COVID-19 patients there. Geisinger Shemokin, which is uh, sort of a go-to for folks to stabilize there, now has 24 patients on board. Evangelical Community Hospital has 34 patients on board. Of course, as always, uh, most of those individuals unvaccinated. Pennsylvania is making progress in its efforts to get younger children vaccinated, ASAP. Data from the State Department of Health shows about 16,000 Pennsylvania children under the age of 12 have received at least one dose of COVID-19 vaccine. Acting PA Physician General Dr. Denise Johnson encourages parents to make sure children 5 to 11 years old are vaccinated against coronavirus. The pediatric vaccine is not going to only protect the children, but it's also going to protect those around them so that they could safely play, learn, be a kid, and also to be in school safely and continue that in-person learning, which we all want to make sure that they have. Johnson says the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine for children is safe and effective and widely available. 
Mark Sims, News Radio 1070 WKOK. One other headline briefly. Uh, we are going to get to the bottom of this. Penn Live is reporting that the Republican Lens State Senate Committee has identified a private contractor who will assist in the audit of the 2020 presidential election. Of mm. course, you know the Republicans are making us pay for it. A document shared with Republican Senators Thursday says uh, uh, through Penn Live shows the firm as in Dubuque, Iowa based Envoy Save. LLC. It states the firm meets all of the key needs to conduct a thorough and impartial election investigation. So we're having the audit. We're, of course, you and I are going to pay for it, but uh, we're going to get to the bottom we'll of happy. the stolen election. A uh, bigger story you didn't read. This is tip of the iceberg is the Piecers. Scenario oh, well, we, we got callers waiting. Yeah, I, we got I callers waiting, but that. folks, I, I have it handy. Keep in tune with this. It is. It's it's inconceivable how bad the uh, Pennsylvania state uh, funds have been handled over the decades. We got open phones right now one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. I always say the best thing about President Biden is he's not President Trump, but some other callers have better answers. Uh, Dave, thank you so much for calling in. You're on the mark. Hey Ben and uh, <laughs> Mark, this is the chief. Oh, right? I was going to say this isn't Dave. This is the chief. <laughs> It I doesn't let me on the radio anymore. Uh, I thought I'd call in. You'll be on <laughs> next month. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I know. I, I'm looking forward to that, guys. Hey, listen. Uh, I'll first of all tell you that I've been a Democrat my whole life. I'm a moderate de- Democrat. And uh, the reason I'm a Democrat is because of my dad's influence. Uh, he was the World War II vet that came home and worked in at Sunbury Textile Mills his entire life. And uh, he always thought that at that point, the Democrats were to help the, you know, people with, uh, well, I remember when $10,000 a year was a lot of money. And, and he was there to help the people that were in the, you know, the moderate income. Uh, so I've hung around being a, being a Democrat. Uh, the other thing, guess who the keynote speaker was at my college graduation, guys? It was... Joe Biden, right, in the mid-70s. <laughs> what college? Bloom? Uh, Bloomberg University. Okay. And uh, I sat there. It was right after he had lost his wife and child in a car wreck. He was hmm. an upstart Democrat uh, from Delaware. And I still remember listening to him. And pretty much the fundamentals that my dad preached. And I had quite a few Republican friends in college. And they said, you know, this is a man I think I could vote for. <laughs> well... Things have changed, okay, over the years. And uh, I like I like President Biden as an individual. Uh, the, the thing that the thing that I'm disappointed in is he's changed, uh, and I don't know whether it's pressure from the party or what. But I I I think he's in a tough situation. I think realistically that he probably might think different than some of the people that are so-called in charge of the party right now. And uh, that's the part I'm disappointed in. Uh, I think sometimes as a president, if you've got if you've got ideals and you have uh, ideas and situations, they should stick to your guns. And that's the one thing that I'm disappointed with him in. I was not, you know, I was not a real. Uh, I didn't hate Donald Trump, but uh, I didn't. I, I wasn't going to vote for him. And the reason I'm staying a Democrat is because I'm hope hopefully. You know, the next election, we can we can find somebody that would would uh, represent the ideals of the party years ago. 
I didn't leave the Democratic Party. I think I can say this like a lot of people. They left me. And that's, that's my situation uh, as far as that goes. I think as far as President Biden goes, I think he, he uh, I think he's been trying to do uh, some, some things. I think he's given up a little bit with the, with the spending plan that he had. And uh, I'm not, again, I am not a person that wants to be a socialist government. I'm not a person that wants to give everything to people just because they, they need it. Uh, I'm talking about individuals. Uh, I've worked my whole life. My dad worked hard his whole life, as did my mother, my whole family, and, uh, you know, never really wanted to take uh, anything except uh, we paid into Social Security. That's something that you work for your whole life, so you can have some, a little bit of retirement. So that's where I stand. Uh, All right. I, I, one, the one thing, guys, I get upset with, I listened to Fox News the first time this week, and uh, I... I won't listen to them again uh, because there's nothing but negativity about uh, everything that's going on. And I really haven't heard a lot of solutions. And the other thing that bothers me is when people laugh at what goes on down in Washington. It's not a laughing matter. It really isn't. It's very serious. And I'm, I'm concerned, not for myself, seven years old, who knows how much longer I'm going to be around. But I've got children and I've got grandchildren that I'm concerned about where we're headed. And, uh, and I think that the one thing that has to be done is you have to stop fighting against each other and always trying to get reelected and look at look at the people in the common good. So that's, All right, we got that's you. My, it probably, probably sounds a little wishy-washy, but, you know, <laughs> I listen to you guys every day. Thank you. There's a lot of people on here that know a lot more about politics than I do. I know, Ben, you're well involved with I know Joe's been involved with Mark. Uh, but you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm getting a little frustrated, okay, mm-hmm. uh, with everything that's going on. You, you know, Fred Keller was one of my students in high school. Fred was, <laughs> Fred, Fred was. Uh, Fred, da- Fred Dave, was, look how you molded I him. Me, I don't know if he wants me to say this, but he was my football manager for four years. You could trust him with anything, and he got it done. Well, you can't. So I've always, I've always, you know, thought highly of Fred. And, uh, I, you know, I know sometimes there's some things that are going on that, that uh, you get upset with, with the way he votes. But that's his prerogative, and he'll have to answer in the end. So, <laughs> and now look at now, him. Yeah, look look how you molded him. You did what you could. All right. Okay. He, he was a great One more thing, all right? <laughs> uh, I probably voted for more Republicans than I did Democrats in my, in my life since I was 18 years old. Well, so, you have to around uh, here. Yeah, but anyway... Yeah, I'm kind of like I feel like a, a guppy in a shark-infested water. Jeez, ah, <laughs> okay. Northumberland and Snuck County. All right, we yeah, got you. Thank well, you so much, uh, Dave. Well, well Chief, Chief we'll, we'll, we'll make sure you're all set up and uh, and uh, with your um, with your winter babysitting job. Uh, that's called <laughs> Chickling Me Basketball, and uh, you're bringing yeah. Kevin along, and he, he, is, he is making progress. So uh, yeah. keep, keep working with him. All right, and, and you're incidentally, you're Dave, you had talked about uh, reducing the size of the F-150 you drive. They're coming out with, now of course they already have the Ranger, but now they have the Maverick truck that's coming out. So that'll be, yeah. I believe that's smaller than the Ranger. So there's hope for you. But, 
Yeah. But I haven't reduced my size, Mark, so there we go. All right. <laughs> oh, that's true. Hey, is, one, one more thing for our listeners out there in basketball. This Kevin and I are starting our 25th year together wow. doing Chicago basketball. That, that, I, don't, I don't know where the time went. I that's really crazy. don't. crazy. So, TikTok. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. Hey, right. You're welcome. Take care. All right. Uh, Thank you. That's Dave Ritchie, of course, a fine educator from the Shikolami mm-hmm. School District. He did what he could for Fred Keller, and what happened? Fred went to Washington, yeah, and you know what happens after that, well. the vortex. Uh, no, and, and Dave makes good points, solid the points. The, uh, the chief was talking about the Democratic Party has seemed to left him, and that's what we're seeing nationally. So what does right. the Democratic yeah, Party stand parties. for? All right, we'll be right back. Hold on, Mike. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, we are asking the rhetorical question. one thing I will say in favor of Joe Biden's presidency is dot, dot, dot. One of our listeners <laughs> texted me and says he undid a lot of the damage that was done by the Trump administration. Oh, so I please, guess you can please say that. Please call us or email us. What was that damage? You have to codify that. The, what was the damage? The border? We need this. The trade policy? <laughs> the uh, NATO paying their fair share for the insurance Probably that we re- give them? How many executive orders did he repeal right away? I think two dozen or so immediately. But remember, also, too, so. for every regulation, you had to get rid of two. And that was a positive thing for businesses. Mike, go right ahead. You're on the mark. Yeah, hey, you're a caller that is uh, referencing Joe Biden, a graduation speaker at uh, Bloomsburg State College. Uh, ask him, to, or if he's listening, text in and let us know what year that was. I think he was my classmate. I kind of remember that speaker is rather unremarkable, but uh, I, I think it might have been Joe Biden. I think anyway, it was 74, 75 time frame. Is that okay, right, I Mark, thought it would have been mind? 77. Okay. Yeah. Or was it later? Well, yeah, Dave I Ritchie wasn't was teaching when I was in school. He wasn't there yet. And I graduated in 77. So we're, we're saying the mid-70s, uh, Mike. Mid-70s. Okay. Anyway, hey, the reason I called in, two, two things. One, uh, something I think is a little comical happened last night. I was up at the uh, Penn State basketball game, and I was uh, sitting on the uh, side opposite of the student section. And they have a way, of, like all kids do, when the opposing team goes to the foul line, they make all kinds of noise and you know try to disrupt them. And then, of course, when Penn State dudes come up, you know there's really not that many opposing fans there, and they just sit there and everybody's quiet uh, when Penn State's at the line, pretty much. Well, this one guy sitting near me, he shrieks out when Penn State players get ready to make his first of two foul shots. He shrieks out something that was kind of inaudible, but it was a loud noise. And the students across the court start yelling for this guy to shut up. And I thought, boy, that's kind of rude. They like, uh, you know, harassing uh, the opposing team. But when it happens to their people, they tell the guy to shut up. So 
the next, the, the, he's on the line for the second shot, and he's getting ready. And this guy, he's in his fifties, yells, "Let's go, Brandon!" real loud. And the kids don't say anything about that. And I thought that was kind of funny. I think it was his way of kind of, you know, maybe putting the middle finger up to the kids across this. Uh, the, mm. the so who, anyway, who were they playing? I, I did not see the game. Uh, St. Francis of Brooklyn. Oh, okay. There's only about six different St. Francis's. You're right. There's one right up the road in uh, in Loretto, but uh, St. Francis of Brooklyn. Okay. Yeah. And Penn and State they, won, they, I'm sure. Penn State Well, I'll tell you what. Penn State had a, uh, a sizable lead there in the second half, and St. Francis started whittling it down. And I think that was kind of right at the point where uh, this guy did his little thing. You know, he was, you know, I, you know, was probably hoping to build a little momentum there and get his team back in the in the game completely, which happened. You know, believe it or not, happens a lot to Penn State. They have a, a big lead in the second half, and it goes away. I, I'm talking previous years, but anyway, the the thing that I really am curious about, you do have a lot of very intelligent uh, liberal callers that call in and I do enjoy listening to them although I don't agree with many of the things that they say in their perspectives but there's one thing I'd like to know if there's any of them left to call in the rest of the day I've noticed a trend over the elections of you know my recent lifetime that when the presidential election comes up that year something happens that's supposed to be an organic movement you know whether it be Code Pink, Occupy Wall Street, Black Lives Matter, Antifa. There's some organization that's just supposed to like, come out of nowhere, a movement that you know, supports uh, Democrats and, and their voters. And I was just wondering, do these people that are on the left, do they really believe that those things are just organic, or do they think that they're really you know, organized by the Democrat Party itself for a specific person, uh, purpose to, to be activists on a certain thing, because if they are, I'm wondering when we get to 2020, well, uh, that, that one just happened, didn't it? When we get to 2024, what's going to be the organic group that comes up to try to... Well, to what about 2022? The Democrats? 2022 is going to be a huge election. Can the Democrats uh, uh, round up anything? Or, I mean, right right now, Mike. To be honest, if you watch uh, the Democratic strategy, or even on some of the uh, cable news networks, it seems like the the, the you know, race and gender is what they seem to play all the time. This this uh, uh, trial in uh, Wisconsin, uh, you know, they they tried to make uh, this folk uh, the young man out to be a uh, white supremacist, and the shooting was between white people. Uh, so, again, what narrative does the Democratic Party or the groups try to play? Uh, you know, we saw this joke with with the Russia dossier that Washington Post has now been embarrassed. Uh, CNN hasn't come out and say things. I mean, that, that took time and effort out of the Trump administration to fight that, and that was phony. And Clapper, Brennan, and Comey should all be accountable for things like that. So when people trust in the American system, when people say deep state, oh, there is no deep state, well, there sure the heck seems to be something, bureaucratic mess, swamp, whatever you want to call it, that seems to get in the way of presidents. It shouldn't get in the way of a Democratic president or shouldn't get in the way of a Republican president. They should be down there to lead the country. All right. Thank you so much, Mike. we got to move on. We'll give you the last word. Okay. Go right ahead. Oh, the, the last word, and this is my position, as far as the uh, Russiagate 
unless the, the, the people involved come clean, uh, and I believe they should come clean under the, the idea that there will be no prosecution. They have to tell the truth unless we do not get this out in the open and get it fixed. Our, our democracy is really done. That was the worst. When they say the worst thing that ever happened to our democracy, Russia Gate was it. All right. We got you. Thank you so much. All right. 1 800 795 9565. We got open phones. We're going to hit the break here real shortly. One of our good listeners sends us a note, says, Interesting listening to Ben. So happy about the socialism his company's <laughs> about to receive. Oh, yes. I know this is good socialism because it benefits Ben and his partner's wallets. Uh, our company is in business like all our competitors, and uh, I'm not sure the email is. Well, you have to has. bid on stuff, right? I mean, yeah. you don't just go and no, take that's, these contracts. Uh, emailer is a little maybe misinformed, but... Another listener says, uh, it's easy to list things that President Biden has done that are positive. President Biden lifted a ban against LGBTQ couples adopting children. So... Well, they haven't promoted that very well. Then well, that's true. He doesn't. Yeah, that, that is one so thing why? about the Biden administration is he never goes on a cheerleading tour. Oh, no, he goes on cheerleading tours about the wrong things. Okay. About, about <laughs> reversing, the, reversing immigration, about helping the economy, I mean, about foreign policy, things that he, he's just inept at. I mean, Mark, let me throw this out. The first time in the history of the alliance between France and the United States, they pulled their ambassador. The first time in history over this submarine deal. The British Parliament, did they censor or whatever, they took action against the president with the Afghanistan debacle. Censure, okay. So, you know, where are we at here? All right. You know, we want to talk about allies. You want to talk about foreign policy under the Trump administration? We got an email that relates to things that have happened in Harrisburg. We got the Peacers paragraph to read. It's only one paragraph, so we can read that. Uh, They have uh, hired two of the worst advisors in the world. Well, not only hired them, but paid them, and what, are going to pay them to be the same salary, yep. So to be continued, we can talk about that. What's your view on these national, state, and local topics? I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Ben is across from me, is a private individual out in the community for a fine local company, a regional, well, I guess it's a national corporation, East Coast Regional um, Corporation, right? Nine states, but we're okay. Nothing on the other side of the Mississippi yet. Not yet. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, if they call you if they call you in Texas, you'll go? Oh, the Republic of Texas? Be proud to. You know, you know your way around down there? There already, uh, a little you? bit, a little bit. It's a big state, Mark. You ever been to Laredo? Uh, yes, they wrote a song about that. <laughs> you going there? I've been to Laredo, but okay. uh, the border is interesting down there, but Texas is massive. I heard that massive. country song. Ben's been to Laredo, and it was not fun. <laughs> no, just uh, How about that? That's, I made that up. The beautiful Republic of Texas. All right. 1-800-795-9565. We talked about inflation early on. We know that President Biden has taken some actions that have made inflation worse, particularly as it relates to fuel prices. One of our good listeners talked about that. What can he do that to turn around? He said he had no choice when he allowed this, uh, the, the furtherance of some uh, Gulf of Mexico drilling leases. And he said he had no choice. That it had to do with the previous contracts. But uh, even his favorite New York Times says, no, actually, he had a choice. But he's doing this because he doesn't want to get uh, swamped in the 2022 elections. All right, 1-800-795-9565. All right, 
1-800-646-5600. This our telephone number. That's Ben playing the guitar there. So thank you, Ben, for doing the bumper Ooh, music. Welcome. welcome. 1-800-795-9565. You'll be happy to know there's a Grateful Dead movie coming out. Uh, this is uh, Jonah Hill. will play Jerry Garcia in a biopic directed by Martin Scorsese. No. Uh, it doesn't have a release date yet, but in the years ahead, you'll see another Scorsese musical uh, uh, effort. A long, Strange Trip was from 2017. And that was, of course, all about the Grateful Dead as well. Have some other headlines here. After receiving a rare formal rebuke from the U.S. House because of an anime video depicting violence against a congresswoman and President Biden, U.S. Congressman Paul Gosar re-shared the offending social media video today. So he put that out again. I think he's from uh, Congressman from Arizona. Don't have that in yeah. front of me. You know, I don't even think we really talked much about that. But anyway, so that's him. Uh, let's see. We had talked about this earlier. Where did COVID-19 come from? Uh, <laughs> more more words about that. We still don't have any definitive evidence. Of course, that'll never happen. But well, hold, uh, on, hold on. Where, where exactly it came from or geographically? This is just more evidence. This isn't proof. It says the first case of COVID-19 that was identified was in Wuhan, China, mm-hmm. and was presented as such by the World Health Organization. It was actually days previously than thought, and it was at an animal market, according to a top scientist who said in the journal Science on Thursday, mm. rather than in a man who had nothing to do with that market. Um, it's a tough one, uh, Mark, because they've tested animals and animals and animals, and they have not found the virus in animals. So, uh, how does it this work? might have developed in something that died or got well, eaten. how does this work? And then all of a sudden you look and you see the people involved in that laboratory, or as they say right. in Europe, the laboratory, uh, are missing. Doctors have died. <laughs> doctors are missing. Yeah, I mean, there's a tennis them. star in China that's missing because she uh, uh, came out, out against that. The CCP right. is bad, bad, bad. Right. So um, let's see. So, yeah, and this is just more information. It is, of course, not definitive proof. Lots of folks are certain it came from a lab, and that certainly is. There's evidence to support that. But there's also evidence that came from out in the field somewhere, and this is more of that. But uh, I, we're I never going to really know exactly. That, market. That, that's been somewhat debunked, and it's the laboratory. I mean, no, let's I say 99%. I think there's evidence on both sides. No, I, that's still uh, I'd like to see the uh, field stuff, because that's been pretty much debunked by even the Chinese Just by people. Fox News. No, no. I'm talking about the BBC. I'm talking about the Wall Street Journal. Okay. Uh, talking about, um, oh, I'm trying to think the uh, English Medical uh, Journal. I lost its name. But, no. Lancet? It, no. Well, the Lancet is, is another one. But you talk about where the bats came from and where they had to bring them from, it would be almost in geographically like if the bats were in, in northern Florida and you brought them up to Harrisburg to the Wuhan, you know, that, that's the geographic difference. So, um, boy, something something happened there. We won't know about it, but the Chinese are not going to tell you because it <laughs> embarrasses them. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We talked about the Peacers paragraph, and this mm. is directly from the Associated Press, Dateline Harrisburg. 
The top two executives at Pennsylvania's largest public pension system will leave their jobs under resolutions approved by the system's board Thursday amid two federal investigations into the agency and calls by board members for their resignations because of lackluster investment returns. Their departures come after a protracted fight to get the $62 billion Public School Employees Retirement System, or PSERS, which manages one of the nation's public pension funds, to divest its pricier investments in things like private equity firms. Under the resolutions, Executive Director Glenn Grell and the Chief Investment Officer Jim Grossman have weeks before they have to leave their jobs, and then they will transition to advisory positions but enjoy the same rate of pay, which is millions of dollars. And so if you had, if, if your vehicle, every time you went to the, a mechanic, you decided you weren't going to the Sunbury Motor Company, so you went to a shade tree mechanic, and every time you went, something worse was wrong and all the tires were flat. Of course, Monday morning when you saw the flat tires, what would you do? You'd go back to him, right? No, Mark. The numbers, the investment numbers are ridiculous. You and I, I'm saying this, you and I, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, putting money in the money could, market, could have invested better than these people. I mean, you could just, you, you could have just stuck everything in the Dow Jones. You could, you know, pick a spider's fund. Pick, it, it is embarrassing what Pennsylvania, and you know who gets the short end of this? Are the teachers. And, and the people who, who are invested in that. The, the, these people should not be consultants. These people might be, probably, uh, could be convicted, possibly. And also, should they be paying back their ineptness? So, uh, no, th- th- this is a bigger salaries. story. This is a bigger story than, than uh, just, I mean, the tip of the iceberg, let's say, right now. One of our listeners sends us a note, uh, says, I hope the state house takes prompt action on Senate Bill 140. It's the campaign finance reporting reform. This bill passed in the state Senate unanimously in the last session, but it died in the House State Government Committee for want of any action. Senator Gordner says that according to this legislation, quote, all candidates for office and political action committees in Pennsylvania would be required to file campaign finance reports online under legislation recently approved by the Senate. Senate Bill 140 would require all candidates for office and political action committees in Pennsylvania to electronically file their campaign finance reports using the Department of State's online filing system. Currently, candidates and committees have the option of filing their campaign finance reports through paper submission, which aren't visible online line until uploaded by the staff. Citizens wishing to view the reports in a timely manner have to travel to Harrisburg or pay for copies sent by mail. The bill also increases penalties for late filing. Senate Bill 140 now moves to the House of Representatives for its consideration, and I am sure the governor will veto it. It's his no, nature. It seems like a no-brainer. Just get the information in, get it in concisely on time. All right, Chris, thank you so much for calling in. Good morning. You are on the mark. Yeah, I guess you guys missed the news that uh, Biden got a bipartisan infrastructure bill passed. Oh, that's a good... Trump was unable to do anything, huh? That's an accomplishment. Yep, good. I well guess said. maybe you missed the news that he uh, actually had 636,000 more jobs in June, July, and August than what were reported. So they job situation is doing much better and he did that and he created those well if it happened on his watch that's usually what you do right okay i got you 
but uh, the point is it was 636,000 new jobs that were reported weren't reported previously in the June, July, and August months where he got a lot of heat for the drop in job production and was will willing to criticize them on those those months when it was low and it turns out they weren't low after all. No, they weren't high and the other part is these yes, aren't they new, were. These yes, aren't they new were. jobs, Take Chris. A look at the new Chris, these aren't new jobs. These are jobs that were lost during the pandemic or a percentage of them is very high that they're just jobs that are coming back. Yes, so. but you were perfectly willing to criticize them for low job production when those figures were, 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 well, were wrong. Well, and, and the, the problem is then why were the figures wrong? They need better reporting <laughs> systems. It, it's yeah. ridiculous. It's the same people reporting them. But why were they wrong? Probably because it was an uh, unusual situation coming back from a pandemic. Well, it shouldn't be that usual. Right? Payroll, and it was an no. unusual situation no, Chris, and their no, normal not at all. Chris, you have payroll. You, have payroll. Hey, you asked me a question. Yes, the, you have payroll information. The job reporting should be better. They shouldn't have to be plus or minus uh, 30% more. The Trump, hey, by the way, just to be honest on this, Trump's January figure, when it's, you have to give him most of the credit, also went up 80000 in that month. And your point is? My point is that uh, they are wrong sometimes. They were wrong like that in the 1970s for a while, too. Okay, and that's or, why I said they uh, need better the reporting. Biggest, the biggest change, uh, the biggest error they've made since then. Yeah, so the, you know, every every thirty years something comes up. Every thirty or fifty years something comes up that might the 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 that their their normal system does not work for. That seems not to make a whole lot of sense under the new technology and the well, reporting systems. Well, the point is that Biden gets the credit. Okay, that's Biden, fine. So and his policy we'll did Chris, it. And the, Chris when you moan about. Are you letting me talk now? Yep, go ahead. Okay. When you moan about the low figures for those months and he took all that heat and people out there uh, got that impression that the economy wasn't doing very well in job creation, it actually was. That's my point. And he got the infrastructure through. And this thing about the, 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 the rifts with the foreign governments, he he's made up with them. They're perfectly friendly about it now. Even even uh, France issued a, an apology for their reaction for it to it. And Australia, the reason that you got you Republicans are always moaning about China, the reason he did it was because of China. The 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 having the submarines in that area of the world that the United States made and what they can do compared to the French ones is a control on China and China did not like that so he's taking care of that foreign policy too I think you can say that's what two steps forward but the French thing is one step back but yeah, they seem to have mended it over what do you mean so. one step back Mark what's well, your definition of pulled, one step they back they pulled their ambassador the first time in the history just Chris, because it irritated France that's all that's yes, a bigger and deal made up. Right, well, so. I said that yep well, it's a bigger right, one deal. One more minute, Chris. We've got to move on. we got and callers waiting. And they apologize waiting. for it. No, okay. 
All right. We got you, Chris. What Anything you else? Oh, okay, all right. All right. What, what do you else want to say, Chris? I mean, <laughs> they pulled the ambassador for the first time in the history of right. the oh, U.S. Wah, 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 wah. Okay, wah, 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 wah. Biden's doing Chris. a good job. Just admit it. Okay, right. and then his poll numbers show he's doing a good job. Well, and these are oh, Washington well, Post poll polls. numbers are based on that information no. when, he, when he wasn't. The poll numbers, Chris, are in the toilet. Sorry. All right, okay. we got you, Chris. Okay. And that's the Washington your, Post. Your Republican Party has uh, an advantage in in uh, how things get reported. But oh, it'll okay. take a while for people <laughs> okay. to realize that Washington Post. those new jobs are reported. Quinnipiac. All right, we okay. got you, Chris. Thank you okay. so much, yeah, sir. Thanks, thanks for calling in. Thanks Always for great calling. I'm sure you hate the reality. Ben, no, I don't hate. I don't hate reality, on, but we live stop. in an alternate <laughs> reality. But thank you. All right, uh, caller, stand by. We got our two final callers of the week lined up. We'll be right back. When it comes to car oh, buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Thank you, everybody, who participated this week, and thank you, everybody, who called in today. Uh, Cindy is uh, next up. Uh, Cindy, thank you so much for calling in. You're on the Mark. Good morning, gentlemen. What a gorgeous, crisp fall morning. We should all enjoy it. But I'm calling because I can actually say one positive thing that President Biden has done. He canceled the Keystone XL pipeline. I think I, I oppose that adamantly. I've said it many times on the show. Trampling over the property rights of thousands of Americans in order to allow a Canadian company to export its oil through a Texas port is just wrong. That's just flat out wrong to do that and I'm glad it got canceled. Why, why is that wrong? That that has been done many a times in other parts of the country. We're doing it right now coming down through Michigan. That is what uh, countries do with each other. That is American commerce and I couldn't disagree more. I mean that is that is just that, wrong ben, and it's been proven I'm to sure be positive. I'm sure if I showed positive. up at your front yard with a bulldozer and decided to run roughshod over your property, 100 feet wide swath of destruction through your property that you cannot repair, you have to leave it that way, um, you might see it a little differently. Mm, and, no. I, and this done thousands of times over from Canada down to to the uh, Texas coast. It was an That's approved pipeline. Wrong. It was approved by the Obama State Department. The environmental studies show it, and it puts us at a disadvantage security-wise and also economic-wise. Then we're not going to get this product. That would be one story. It would be one story if that product were going to stay in the United States. But it wasn't, and that was known from the beginning. No, some it of the product is going to stay here. It was being taken down there to be refined and exported across okay, the world. Okay, and how many it American jobs? It puts Mexico in jeopardy from all that 
refined oil moving through it. It put at risk Not every at property all. owner's property from Canada to those sites. Not it at destroyed all. private holdings. Hold it, Cindy. Look at the gallons. It allowed a foreign the country to use our eminent false. domain laws against our citizens. False. That Sorry. alone false. is wrong. No, you're false. Because here's a look at the millions, tens of millions of gallons that go through pipelines around this country efficiently. Better than putting it on trucks or on trains. And the eminent domain problem has was worked out. So, and you're saying it's going to affect Mexico? Oh, it no. Out because and they it's said. You know, pardon my language, sucks to be you. We're taking your property and putting this pipeline through it. That's not worked out, Ben. That is that's worked out, and it was worked well, out under the Obama ridiculous. administration. And it's you know, American I jobs, it's never and it's to American you, commerce. So it would be very difficult for you to be empathetic or understand. I'm I sure can you understand. volunteer to I have it run right through your front yard. But I, I stand with people who say, wait a minute, I've paid the money to own this land, and you have no right to come in here and take it from me. Yeah, but we, we're from another country, and we need to go through your property. We want yeah, to ship our oil overseas. If you want to ship you your oil from informed. your foreign country, then you run it across your land to your port, put your it, it was a joint venture, and it's American refineries. And it puts America in a positive. They could have done that. Nothing from doing that. All right. Thank you, Cindy. We'll give thank you the last word. You. Anything to add? All right. Perfect. Thank you, Cindy. All right, Joe, you are the final caller of the week. Thank you so much for calling oh. in. All right. Uh, thank you. Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, I'm going to try to put this into words. Uh, might be a little fragmented, uh, but it's your question, uh, the one positive thing about the Biden administration. And I'm going to use names, but you can use, uh, you don't have to for future reference. Uh, it's a lesson for those who decided to vote for Biden because he wasn't Trump. So this is a good lesson, in my opinion. And, uh, take out the names because in 2024 we may have the same situation so if those people there's a term going around which we heard related to other issues buyer's remorse i don't think i've i might it might have been related to the presidency before but i don't know if i recall that being attached to the presidency but one question for mark is so under these circumstances, if Biden and Trump run against each other in 2024, what you've learned so far, would you vote for Biden again? Oh, sure. Yeah, we should never go backwards. Uh, Republicans would be foolish to nominate okay. him. They'd be given so you, away. You, there is no lesson to be learned about just voting for someone because they're not someone else. You know, or, you know, they're... And you're, I, I've talked to you before about the vortex, and you voted for a guy that has been in the vortex for 50-some years who was a twice-failed uh, uh, candidate for presidency, and, and not that he didn't go forward on his uh, policies or anything, it's just that he was found out to be a liar and a cheat. And, and if we found out more, and I think it's just got worse over the past 30 years that he's been in uh the Congress and Senate and that, so uh, so you don't think there's a lesson to be learned at that in that way? Well, I think that both parties are going to have to enjoy the lessons, Republicans especially, to know that if you elect a buffoon, you are out. And I thought you weren't using buffoon anymore. I You're had, referring to Trump. I had to go back to it because of extreme okay. conversations <laughs> that we have. So I think this the, is the an le- extreme. Yeah, the lesson that has been learned is that if you elect somebody like President Trump, you will get a president who's worse the next time around.
around, and that is exactly what has happened. But still, you'd rather take the evil you know rather than think about what President Trump so could do with another four Obama, years. Right? Oh, yeah, that's exactly why a lot of people <laughs> wanted President Trump at that time. Uh, All right, good, Joe, good you get uh, uh, ten more seconds. Mike, Go but, ahead. But but Trump Trump was elected because of Obama, so... You can keep going back and back, but that, that's not the issue. Right. Hopefully, there, there's no doubt Trump was elected because of Obama, and Biden must have been. So, all right. Hopefully, neither of those guys will be on the ballot. Folks, high school four football: four Mount Carmel at Southern, Montoursville at uh, Danville. WKOK Sunbury.